At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. What's up and welcome into The Edge. We got a show on tap for you. It's a good week, man. It's a good day. You and I, the spirits are high. You want to know why? That all rhymed. That rhymed a lot, didn't it? Uh, tomorrow, college hoops college tips hoops off. College hoops tips off. That's oh, right. This is, you will find no more pro Patriots show on the network. And uh, there are a couple who like college hoops, but you'll have a lot of college hoops coverage on this program as well as it gets started tomorrow. Uh, but. Coming up in 15 minutes, Chuck Esposito, Red Rock Sportsbook Director, will be with us as, of course, he discusses what the week was for the sportsbooks, which was, uh, we'll put it quickly, very good. So we'll get to that momentarily, but we do have a Monday night contest that I know you're excited for, Matt Humans. The Pittsburgh Steelers, sevens across the board with a total of 40 tonight against the Chicago Bears. Yeah, a little bit of surprise it's gone to seven. I, I thought that wouldn't happen maybe until right before kickoff tonight. Do you feel that? There's a lot of anti-Bears money. You What's that? that? I feel it. I feel the bur- the Bears tugging at me really yeah, quick. You know, trying yeah. to get me in That's here now team. that we got this full seven. JVT's Bears <laughs> take the seven. Uh, now nah, I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to play this game. I thought about putting the Steelers on a teaser uh, with the Rams. I'm glad I resisted that urge yesterday because the Rams <laughs> blew it up before you get a chance to lose it with the Steelers uh, tonight. But man, it's been that kind of week in the NFL. Uh, if you like dogs, it's. Uh, Probably been a good week for you. Now, does that mean you jump on the Bears tonight? Because we have so many dogs coming in here in week nine well, in the NFL. Well, that means it, right? Just because I think Dave all the Tooley, other dogs. Dog or pass player Dave Tooley is probably going to be on the Bears tonight. Low total of 40. I don't think Justin Fields is going to get much done against this Pittsburgh defense, even though it's not as good a Pittsburgh defense as we thought. 
prior to the season, but still, Justin Fields is uh, going to have his hands full. We saw what happened when he faced the uh, Browns and got sacked nine times. I think the Bears are going to struggle to put points on the board tonight, and uh, I would expect the Steelers to win this game. But I haven't seen enough JVT out of the Steelers' offense to say, yep, lay the seven. <laughs> uh, I would think you would have to put that on a teaser or some sort of money line parlay. I just can't lay the points. The way the NFL is going, right, there's just no great teams in the league. There yep. really aren't. And it's tough to lay money money line prices, tough to lay many points. These favorites, there's not uh, many reliable favorites out there. And, I, you know, I think the Steelers are a solid favorite tonight, but I wouldn't call them reliable because you don't know what you're going to get out of the offense. Yep. Uh, the P word is the key here for this game. Pressure. These are two. Yeah, uh, where do you think I was going with that? Uh, these are two of the three worst quarterbacks against pressure in the National Football League. Actually, one quarterback separates them. Ben Roethlisberger is 34th. Justin Fields is 36th by PFF passing grades against pressure. Who would you say is 35th or the second to worst quarterback in the NFL? Second to worst quarterback against yeah, pressure. Worst Jared Goff. No. Oh. It starts with a J, though. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Is, uh, <laughs> that's a good callback, by the way. That's a really good and famous yep. radio call-in. Uh, but regardless, 16 turnover-worthy plays combined between Fields and Roethlisberger under pressure. Uh, PFF graded 28.3 as a passer against pressure for Roethlisberger, 25 for Justin Herbert. And the thing that gets you here, and I am tempted by Chicago catching a full touchdown, mm-hmm. the problem is Chicago has to be able to generate that pressure. And Chicago's quietly actually been one of the worst teams in terms of pressure rate this year. Now, they're taking on a pretty bad offensive line in Pittsburgh, but do you trust that the Bears are going to be able to generate the pressure that they have not been able to do throughout this entire year? And I would probably say no, given that we have a pretty solid sample size of them being unable to. Did you just put trust in the Bears in the same sentence? I did, but I also said I don't know if I can oh, trust okay. them. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, because I couldn't either. Are you going to have uh, Khalil Mack out again tonight? Yep. Nope, I, I can't trust the Bears' defense to do um, what it needs to do to put pressure on Big Ben. So, uh, decent matchup tonight. I don't think it's a great betting game. If you uh, if you trust the Steelers, though, I think you you would have to put them on a money line parlay or teaser. I just can't. Yeah, Steelers second in pressure yeah, rate. They'll you be really able to get can't the put them on a money line parlay right now at this point, unless you already did it uh, yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Um, having said that. You throw that hook on there. <laughs> you take the seven and a half. Yeah, if you give me the you'll hook, you'll take it. It's every there's little you know every little inch toward the seven got me. Now that it's sitting on the full seven, maybe if it gets to seven and a half before kickoff tonight, I'll be there. Because at the end of the day, as we talk about pressure and what it means for these quarters, this is still one of the worst offenses in the NFL. In the Pittsburgh Steelers have been uh-huh. extremely inefficient. Bottom half of the league in yards per play. All defense these things. can score, and, and the de- well, and the defense <laughs> can. That's a very good point. Um, but the other side of it, right? We also have a defense uh, that is. Yeah, yeah. You're talking me out of it. Don't talk me out of it. I'm not going to talk. Anybody out of anything. It's it's been a weird week in uh, college football and the NFL. If you made money out there this weekend, uh, pat yourself on the back. All right, we're uh, not going to pat ourselves on the back. No, had a good contest weekend, uh, but no, did not make uh, money. All right, with that, let's go to what the weekend was then. So, six underdogs won outright Sunday overall, heading into Sunday night. So it was a bloodbath as we had the Falcons, the Broncos, the Jags, the Browns, the Giants, the Cardinals, all win as Moneyline underdogs heading into Sunday night football. And then what happens, of course, well, Matt, or excuse me, Matt Stafford throws two picks. One of them returned for a touchdown, and the Rams are never in a game against the Tennessee Yeah, the other one returned night. to the two-yard line, right. which he threw out of the end zone, tried to avoid a safety. It was, a essentially, pick. It was essentially two pick sixes, let's yes. put it that way. He, and Stafford even said after the game last night, hey, I basically spotted them 14 points. 
uh, you know, I would think that as a quarterback, you have to be a leader and step up and say, this one's on me, like Derek Carr did uh, after the Raiders lost yesterday when he turned the ball over three times. How about this from Ben Fox at VSIN? One better at BetMGM. Put 650000 on the Rams' money line at minus 325 last night. 28-16 Titans. Ben tweets, ouch. He loves to rub it in. I was going to say, unnecessary bet. That does hurt. If uh, you put that size of bet on the Rams last night, you, you know what's strange about that, too? Is you really never felt like you were uh, going to win the game. Oh, well, it was a 3 nothing lead for the, the Rams. <laughs> I mean, I was feeling a good. three nothing turned into fourteen to three before he could blink, and you just didn't have faith that Stafford could move the offense last night. I have to, you know, give the Titans a hat tip because uh, wow, you rarely give those out. Well, I rarely do, but that's four in a row, man. They beat the Bills, the Chiefs, the Colts, and the Rams in the last two of those on the road. That's four big time games the Titans won in a row. And then yesterday, a lot of people thought. How are they going to do it without Derrick Henry? As if you said many times, running backs don't matter anymore. Right. right. I mean, <laughs> There's no Derrick Henry, no problem for the Tennessee Titans. The defense did all the work last night. Yep. So the Titans are obviously, I think, the story of the NFL. They control the number one overall seed in the AFC at this point. You mentioned yeah. the slog that they have gone through, and they get the New Orleans Saints coming up this week, and we'll have plenty of analysis on that throughout the week. Uh, but as I think as we look around of, of what the last Sunday and what transpired, I think one of the interesting things that came out of that too was uh, the Buffalo Bills, for example losing as a 15-and-a-half-point favorite. This is the fourth-largest road upset loss since 1966. Wow. How about that? Wow. What a stat in that one. But I will say, you have made fun of me and my criticisms of the quarterback, <laughs> I know, Josh because, Allen. Because I know why you're doing it. No, that's not true at all. I am a man of my own opinion. Okay. And the numbers back it up. No. Now, I'll say this. The three weeks prior, Josh Allen had been playing very well. Uh-huh. But Josh Allen is also prone to Josh, Allen-esque, uh, Josh Allen-esque games. You mean kind of like Matthew Stafford-esque games. Uh, yeah, right. And Allen, in a big way, was a big reason why the Jacksonville Jaguars won that game yesterday. 9-6, to six, the final score. But multiple turnovers from Josh Allen, putting the ball in harm's way. The fumble that he committed at the end of the game was like on a read option where he just read it completely wrong and ran into the defender. Every once in a while, Allen has these games, and they're catastrophic. And that pops up again yesterday against Jacksonville. They better not have one in the playoffs. Uh, You can can have one or two bad games during the season. Every quarterback does. Uh, But you can't have those type of games when they really matter. I think the the Bills treated yesterday's game like it didn't matter. But the Jaguars had 218 total yards and cashed a plus 750 on the money line. How about that? 218 yards. Uh, I, w- I will say that I think Josh Allen did strengthen his MVP case a little bit, though, yesterday. Speaking of the Jaguars <laughs> linebacker. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, the first time in NFL history where a man of the same name, I think it was it, uh, sacked, recovered a fumble, and intercepted another man of the same name. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Uh, Josh Allen yesterday, though, a total of three turnover-worthy plays, uh, two interceptions, uh, no touchdowns, as we know, just 5.6 yards per attempt under pressure yesterday. A PFF grade of 39.1. Humans, he was 7 of 15 for 90 yards and two turnover-worthy plays when he was under pressure. Yeah, he should not really. I I don't think he should be in the MVP conversation today. I know a lot of people want to still throw him in there. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, as far as I'm concerned, is long gone for that conversation, too. Let's talk about the 13-7 win by the Chiefs over the Packers. This from ESPN Stats and Info. Patrick Mahomes averaged 3.2 air yards on his completions on Sunday. The second lowest in the game he started and finished in his career. The lowest? Last week against the Giants. (laughs) 
at some point you have to believe what you're seeing here. The Chiefs are just nowhere near the same offense. And Andy Reid, Mahomes, and the Chiefs are not making the right adjustments. They're really not making any adjustments to how they're being defended. Yesterday, Mahomes, you see the graphic, 20 of 37, 166 yards on 37 attempts. Yep. Uh, one TD, one pick. And again, 3.2 air yards on completions. That's ridiculously bad. Only blitzed eight times yesterday. Again, going yep. back to the game plan, he's not going to get blitzed. I, I would even make the argument that eight is too much for the Green Bay Packers in terms of blitzing him yesterday, giving him those opportunities to do so. But that's the game plan here as he's facing this going forward. And I think you talk about adjustments. One of the things that I think the Chiefs have failed to do, when you're not blitzing, right, and you're just rushing four or three, whatever it is, you're also putting like soft boxes out there. Run the ball. Right. right, make them pay for not blitzing you and dropping everybody back in coverage. Take advantage of some of these soft boxes, these soft boxes that you're facing, and they're just not doing it. Their offense is not really built for that. I mean, but we still remember last year. I know the, the they, Bills did it to them. Remember, right. and what they do? They went out and Clyde Edwards Hair had like 120 yards against the Buffalo Bills. Like at times, they're capable. I still of doing don't know it. how they did that because right. their offensive line was so bad at the right. time. You know what I mean? And that's why I don't think they can do it consistently. But they that don't showed believe. an adjustment. In Andy terms Reid of doesn't gameplay. believe in the running game. Mm-hmm. Right? He just thinks. Well, Mahomes is going to make some plays. Let's let him make some plays. Uh, I wonder why Dak Prescott was on the field trying to make plays yesterday uh, when it was 30 nothing Broncos midway through the fourth quarter. Can you explain to me why Mike McCarthy had Dak, who's oh, had yeah. plenty of injury concerns this season, out there running around when it's 30-0 with five minutes left in the game. Dallas trailed uh, 30-0. After entering the game as a 10-point favorite, first team to trail by 30 in a game as a double-digit favorite since the Colts against the Patriots in Week 3, 2001, Tom Brady's first career start. How about that? Cowboys for a crap show yesterday. Chuck Esposito joins us next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. The Beeson Midseason Football Specials here for only 99 bucks. You get everything Beeson has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24-7 video stream, points read weekly, and the upcoming college hoops guide. It's going to be live tonight, early tomorrow. Cannot wait to look through that bad boy. It's a great deal. Only 99 bucks for the rest of the football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right, let's head out welcoming Chuck Esposito, Red Rock Sportsbook Director. Now, Chuck, uh, humans keeps making fun of me, and I told him, you know, we were talking about this. I, I feel this slight tug on my coat. When I walked in today, it's because I feel the Chicago Bears, who are now catching seven points, pulling me in one more week. I backed them against the 49ers. They let me down with the bad fourth quarter. That full seven is tempting, my friend. It is, JVT. I just don't know if they can score enough, though. I mean, you look at the defense of the Steelers, top four in sacks, um, you know, top 14 in all categories, and the Bears are pretty much dead last in every offensive category. Can't really protect. Justin Fields, they're going to hope with the return of Montgomery they can run a little bit, um, you know, with him and Herbert. But, hey, you're talking about a primetime pro football game with a total of 40, almost unheard of, and that's a product more so of, of the Bears' lack of scoring and their offense than it is anything else. Yeah, if you look at the Steelers, they've actually um... – or the Bears have actually allowed 24 points or more in uh, three straight games, right? Yeah, it has uh, not been good. Bears, and Khalil Mack's not out there now. Uh, Chuck, how's this game being? Is there enthusiasm to bet this game uh, from the public or the Sharps, considering what happened? There was a lot of carnage out there in Week 9 uh, with the betting public with all the underdogs winning. Yeah, I think anytime, Matt, it's an isolated primetime game and you've got you know, two kind of really popular teams and, and franchises that have a, have storied histories. I mean, yeah, they're, they're definitely going to bet them. The number's gone up from six all the way to seven. You've seen some bear money line play. But as I alluded to earlier, I mean, the Bears have only scored, I think, 123 points this year, the lowest point total in the league. Even the Texans have scored more points at 128. So <laughs> this bear offense really lacks the firepower. Allen Robinson's been pretty much invisible. They, they haven't really kind of catered to what the strengths of Justin Fields are. He needs to roll out more, more play action, not drop back. He could be in for a long night against the Steeler defense, but it is a big number at seven. But you're right. A lot of dogs covered this week. Last week I, I said it was a four-letter bad word for the betters, and that was J-E-T-S. This week it's a four-letter word again, and it's J-A-G-S and Jags. But uh, overall, much better weekend for us over the last couple of weeks with all these dogs coming in. Jags and Rams. i got to assume the Rams losing last night blew up a lot of teasers, money line parlays, parlays in general. That had to be a big game for you Sunday night. It was, Matt. I mean, the game was six. You know, when we first looked at doing the numbers a week ago and then the news came out about Derrick Henry and that number shot right to seven and a half and even got as high as eight at some points. Um, so, yes, uh, overall, with a, with a lot of dogs coming in yesterday, everything that was still live was dumping into the Rams. So having the Titans win that game outright was a big game for our side of the counter. There you go, JVT. Four-letter words. Jags, Josh, and Rams. I just like the three. <laughs> I just like the three-word phrase that Chuck used, which was "do the numbers," because uh, that's something we learned. <laughs> Chuck Esposito with us. Hey, Chuck, really quickly tonight, do you think that gets to seven and a half, or you think seven is going to be the ceiling? 
I think it's probably seven, JBT. I think it's already gone up a full point. Um, you, you are, we are seeing a little bit more bear money line play than we are uh, on the Steelers. Um, I don't think it gets to seven and a half, um, but, you know, I, I could be wrong. I mean, the Steelers have had some struggles as well. They're four and three. They've only scored a, 132 points themselves, so their offense hasn't been great. Um, they're the least uh, scoring team in the AFC North. Um, behind the Ravens, Browns, and Bengals. So I don't think it gets much higher than this. I think it's tough for, for people to even lay a big number with the Steelers because of their lack of offense as well. All right, let's go to next week then as we look ahead to what's going to be in the National Football League. Uh, biggest game on the border, one of the bigger games, is going to be Sunday night, Kansas City and Las Vegas. So what do you expect from this number, Chuck? As, you know, the look ahead to some spots was three. It got to two and a half, but I think we're already seeing two and a half with some juice shaded to the Chiefs side. You know, what is with the market and fa- you know, refusing to give up on this Chiefs team in certain situations and against a division rival who had their number against the spread last year? Yeah, I think it's a combination of a couple things, JVT. You're right. Uh, you know, the failure to give up on the Chiefs, who even looked ordinary yesterday. I mean, they were lucky that uh, the Packers missed a field goal. Jordan Love had a bad turnover deep. Um, they're 5-4 and four now. Um, that offense looks ordinary to me. They don't look nearly as good as or dynamic as they have. Defenses are adjusting, taking Kelsey and Hill away, and they don't have a third option right now, and they can't run the ball. Bad loss for the Raiders yesterday, although they outplayed the Giants. Had six trips, I think, you know, in, into giant territory and couldn't win that game. They've had a lot of distractions. You know, this is going to be three straight weeks now with another distraction, with another, you know, release today of a number one pick. So there's a lot of distractions there. You know, we went back and forth with this game. I still think it gets to three, but I think at three, especially with our home bias here, you're going to see a lot of rare takers. All right, Chuck Esposito, Red Rock Sports Store. Chuck, you always have opinions on the NFL. I'm going to throw a few teams at you and tell me what you think, right or wrong. The Patriots are sleepers in the AFC, right or wrong? I'm going to say absolutely right, Matt. And they have two games against the Bills left, both 5-3. and three. I think they're 5-4, and four, the Patriots are. I think they're definitely live in that division and to be a playoff team. All right. The Rams are not as good as we thought they were. Right or wrong? I think they're I think they're still in that mix. I still I still think they're one of the, the top teams in football, and I'm not ready to hit the panic button over one bad game against a really good team. Yeah, that was a really bad game by Matthew Stafford, mostly, uh, who who said he he, he quote quoting Stafford. I spotted him 14 points did, yeah. last night, and he did. Huh? Chuck, go ahead. Yeah, he did. He did spot them 14 points. All right, how about? Uh, the Niners, Kyle Shanahan and uh, Kyle Shanahan and the Niners management team should be under fire for the failures of the past year. The Niners have lost 11 of their 12, past 12 home games, have not won a home game in more than a year. Yeah, I think they're in big trouble, Matt. Uh-huh. I think this is a team that there's there's got to be more issues there. Everything you heard in the preseason was on Trey Sermon being the guy. He was inactive. Brandon Ayuku had a great year last year. He had some, you know, he kind of got in the doghouse early. There's some internal issues or struggles there beyond the injury problems. I don't think the Niners are a playoff team or a good team right now. I feel like you let Chuck a little bit there with the intensity in your voice. Well, you know, the Niners are. I'm, I'm I was right there with him, guys. Well, frustrated. I had the Niners plus two and a half yesterday, Chuck. They, they go all the way. Ooh, closing line value. How about that closing line value? It means nothing. Nothing, nothing whatsoever. Uh, the Niners were terrible yesterday. Not even in that game, really. 31-17, the Cardinals and Colt McCoy uh, blown them out in Santa Clara. The Santa Clara 49ers, not too impressive. What do you expect, uh, since we're talking about Week 10? 
What do you expect from the Packers? Do you and you put this number up at uh, Packers four and a half? Last night we were seeing five and a half. Is the anticipation on your side of the counter, Chuck, that Aaron Rodgers is going to play in this game against the Seahawks on Sunday? I think not only is Aaron Rodgers going to play, I think Russell Wilson is as well. Um, you know, I think it's there's just a lot with this Packer team. I mean, going back, Matt, we talked about it in the preseason and before the season started. It has been one soap opera after another. Um, you know, Rogers' diva status continues to escalate with each passing week. Um, but, you know, I think there's some value there with Seattle. I mean, uh, they're going to have to hope that there's a, you know, that Russell Wilson isn't too rusty. We actually got up to, to five and they took it right back. Um, so the betters early action, at least, has been on the Seahawks. But I think if Rogers is back and you've got those receivers back, I don't think the Packer offense will miss a beat. I mean, they're still really good. The one thing with these two teams, they played some historic, unbelievable matchups over the last, you know, seven years. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out with these two teams. But it is a, a huge game for Seattle. I mean, if you look at what they've got ahead of them in the Rams and Cards, they almost have to win out the rest of the way. So it's a huge game for them. And of course, they're they're dogs against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. But the Packers need to win as well um, right now with two losses. Um, and, and trailing the Cardinals in the NFC. So, Chuck, we asked you, I would say that uh, this, is, uh, this is the most pro-Patriot show uh, in the country. That includes the Boston area as well. Uh, but I, I would ask you, like, we're down to one and a half now on this line with a total of 45 and a half. It's not surprising to see these one and a halfs like, move through zero and go to the other side. Uh, are the Patriots going to be underdogs by the time we get to Sunday? What's going on with this number? I think there's a chance they are, JVT, but it's a little surprising to me. I think people are still kind of non-believers. I mean, they play really good defense. They don't have a tremendous passing attack. We know Damian Harris got banged up a little bit. Mac Jones still makes some rookie mistakes. And I think it's a Brown team that, you know, probably should have beaten the Chiefs and let that one get away from them against the Chargers. They started 3-1. and one. They easily could be 7-2 and two right now. I think this team is better with a certain uh, subtraction that isn't there anymore. I think that, uh, uh, that um, Mayfield tried to get the ball to OBJ, and I think it changed that offense and they got away from something. I think the Browns are a better team than what their record is, but I think the Patriots are too. But I think the public's perception of the Browns is that they're a much better team, so it wouldn't surprise me to see this game go to pick or swing to Cleveland the favorite by kickoff on Sunday. Interesting game, and uh, a lot of believers in the Browns, certainly after uh, what happened yesterday. JVT's not going to remember this, and Chuck, you're not, you're not on Bruce Marshall's level. You did not attend Super Bowl One, but you are an NFL historian. Um, <laughs> During the NFL strike years in the 1980s, do you remember the nicknames for the San Francisco 49ers and Chicago Bears, the popular nicknames for those two teams when they used replacement players? I do not, Matt. I do not. San Francisco Phony Niners mm. and Chicago Spare Bears. Nice. Okay. I like it. I was going to say bad news, Bears, but I knew that wasn't right. You know, That could apply to the, today's team, I guess. That's right. Chuck, it's good to talk to you, man. Thank you, as always. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yep, go see uh, go see Chuck over at Red Rock out here in Las Vegas. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We have plenty left to get to in the last 30 here on The Edge. This is The Edge on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Edge is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups. No batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths. You can easily find the satisfaction level 
That's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. And nicotine is an addictive chemical. JVT, what's up in the association? All right, pop quiz for you, Matt Humans. Okay. Which team in the NBA has the third best point differential in their conference, is on a four-game winning streak, and is second wow, in defensive efficiency? Clippers. Bam, baby. Clippers. Watch out. Just telling you. I got a lot of, like, they're not going to be a playoff team. Like it's, <laughs> it's four games because they started the year one and four, right? They are playing much better. They're getting healthier. Mm-hmm. Serge Ibaka finally came back yesterday. Uh, Marcus Morris has not played since the second game of the season. Right. right? They're slowly starting to get their legs under them from the offensive end, and they have legitimately been one of the best defensive teams in the NBA since the start of the season. Yeah. And I will say this. You can still get Paul George at 40-1 to 1 to win MVP. I got him at 50-1. to 1. He has been insane. Last week we saw a list. Uh, MVP power ratings list, and he was not in the top 10. <laughs> Montrose Harrell was, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take my chances going against that list. I'll you know, I laugh at a lot of the overreact- overreactions to the NBA. We're a few weeks into this, not even a full month into the season, right? Right. And this is a basically a six-month season. Uh, the one thing I will say is not an overreaction is the Lakers really stink right now. Yes, they do. <laughs> And uh, so this points us to uh, a pretty interesting game later today. And I wrote about this in the game notes, by the way, vcin.com slash JVT. I think it's actually called the market report, not the game notes. So uh, go look for that, vcin.com slash JVT. Regardless, we finally see the adjustment now, right? Because the the Lakers have been way overpriced by the market. Like you were talking about, Lane, 11 and a half, 12 against the Houston Rockets and the Oklahoma Cities of the world, right. failing to cover each one of those well, games. swept by the Thunder. Right, I was going to say, losing both games to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, and yet the market consistently priced them that high, and in some spots were even betting them. Well, now you get this home game against the Charlotte Hornets, and we finally see the adjustment. Lakers are a two-and-a-half-point favorite at the Open with a total of 224-and-a-half. You saw an initial move to one, or excuse me, to two, one-and-a-half, but we're sitting here at this two and a half mark right now there were questions about whether or not Anthony Davis would play in this matchup against the Charlotte Hornets at last look it looks like he is going to be out there on the floor according to one report that he will be available yep upgraded the probable on the most recent injury report so I guess you have to ask yourself now as you look at Los Angeles who is 0-4 against the spread in their last four games, an offense that's managed just 97.8 points per 100 possessions in that slide, a team that has been outscored by 8.1 points per 100 possessions when Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis are on the floor together, is this the buy low spot, finally, for the Los Angeles Lakers against the Charlotte Hornets, who, by the way, the wheels have fallen off. The Charlotte got off to that great 3-0 uh-huh. start. Their defense caught up with them, as, by the way, if you, if you read the NBA guide, you knew that was coming, um, right? And so now you get this spot where, you know what, maybe against a poor defensive team in Charlotte, this might be the chance for you to actually cover a number if you're the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, you might be onto something there. The, uh, the Lakers have dropped two in a row, but the Hornets have dropped four in a row. And uh, two-and-a-half-point a, a two home favorite over the Hornets, that might be a buy-low spot for the Lakers. Russell Westbrook off a horrendous game Saturday night. Was yep. he one for 13 yeah. from the field? Uh, it's not going to work for the Lakers if Russell Westbrook is your go-to guy. No, well, it's actually, and I was texting with Jeff Sherman of the Westgate Superbook about this. Russell's not even their go-to guy. Carmelo Anthony's their go-to guy well, in 2021. It's not going to work if <laughs> right. 48-year-old Carmelo's your go-to guy or Russell Westbrook, depending right. on who's got the hotter or the cold hands. 
Uh, Carmelo's been decent early in the season. Oh, of course he has. He's but been like, decent. But you don't want him to be your number one scorer. Well, another, thing, <laughs> like, another problem, problem the Lakers are going to have, and it's popped up now. They got so many old guys. You're going to have you're going to have injuries throughout the season. Right now, we're seeing it with LeBron. How long is he going to be out? Well, and that's the thing. So LeBron is dealing with an abdominal injury. It was initially thought that he was going to miss a week, uh, but all indications and rumblings are that we're looking at more like four to six weeks here uh, for LeBron James. Wow. That long? Yeah, like Jeez. that's and. That's going to be a problem if that's going to be the case for this team. That's nothing officially reported yet. The Lakers' initial timeline said a week, but given what we know about the injury, according to a report from The Athletic, a more realistic timeline on a similar injury would be about four to six weeks, which, and given, look, LeBron James getting older. He's great, but the injuries have become more apparent with him over the last few seasons. Usually you could write him down for 81, 82 games a season. You can't do that anymore. And In fact, I think this Lakers team at some point might just say, hey, we're not going to get a top four seed in the West. Uh, we know that. Let's just get guys healthy for the playoffs and try not to be in the play-in round. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so we'll see if this is going to be another season in which they are sitting around that playoff spot, which I think is probably more than likely. And they'll maybe have to win their way in against the likes of Minnesota and Memphis and whatnot. Uh, but not that's not even a, I was going to say, that's not even a given at no. this point right now. So the Lakers, two and a half uh, against the Charlotte Hornets today. Uh, we did get news today, too. This is big picture, and it involves a game here tonight. Uh, one, Joel Embiid is expected to rest against the New York Knicks. Well, he's going to be resting actually for a while because he's now in COVID protocol, as is Tobias Harris still for the Philadelphia 76ers. So the 76ers go from an initial overnight line of minus four and a half, Matt Humans to Knicks minus three with a total of 213 and a half. I think you got ahead of this move, right? I, I, so I bet the Knicks plus one and a half. Uh, the second the news came down, I had my, luckily I just had the app open. I was like, ooh, okay, let's see if I can get a good number here. Uh-huh. And ultimately that's the case. But I will say this. I hope you don't get banned by that sports book. I don't, I don't think I will. I okay. Mean, let's, let's hope this is a big bet. It was massive. In fact, if the Knicks don't cover, <laughs> I probably won't be coming into work tomorrow. Um, but I'll say this, and this is finally, I will, I'm going to, I'm going to pat myself on the back for this. What is the one thing I've been telling you about the Knicks since last season? Well, they they leave opponents wide open for a lot of three-point attempts, I think, uh, more than any other defense in the league, right? And last year, they were lucky that a lot of those threes were not falling. This year, I think they're falling at about a 42% clip. Oh, they are, yeah, they are on the negative side of that variance yeah. right now. They got lucky last year, sixth most frequent wide-open attempts for opponents, but they were Second in opponent shooting at 34.7%. Now they're giving up the most wide open looks from three, and they're giving up 41.5% from three So on those wide open attempts. So that has really caught up with them, and they're on the bad end of that variance at this point right now because their last few opponents have been shooting the lights out against them. So now you get a 76ers team that, yes, Joel Embiid's not going to be on the floor, but this is the leads, the league-leading three-point shooting team at this point right now, right. 40.1%. Embiid's a small part of that. He's shooting 38% at this part of the year. Looks like Danny Green might come back. So there's certainly a universe in which the Knicks lose this game still to the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, Kemba Walker, keep an eye on the injury report because he's already dealing with an injury again. We'll see if that's going to be a game in which he is not going to be available. And it looks like he's not on the injury report. So that's a good, it's a good win for the Knicks. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks still come out and lose this game to Philadelphia. Well, you'd never be surprised if the Knicks lose because they, they shoot so many threes and they allow so many wide-open threes. Yep. Their, their games are going to be very volatile. Yes, indeed. In fact, it's uh, probably good for live betting. Oh, yeah. You, you, especially, like, the one that comes to mind recently is that Raptors game last Monday, right, 
where they're hitting every bank shot and they're going insane <laughs> in the first quarter. That's like, that's when you bet against a team like that because you know the regression is yep. the cold streak is coming. Yeah. When they hit multiple bank shots, you're yeah. like, all right, <laughs> this is going to end at some point. Well, a lot of times they'll do that in college hoops when you see a team come out in the first half and it's seven or eight threes yep. and they're on fire and they build a big lead. Bet against that team in the second half. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then last but not least, we'll get back to these because we do have best bets, but I think this is a, a game worth mentioning too. Uh, the Miami Heat on the road against the Denver Nuggets. So Nuggets, they fall to 3-6 and six ATS on the season. They, they get by Houston over the weekend, but it's just 95-94. to 94. And they're not going to have Michael Porter Jr. today. He left the game against the Rockets with a back injury. He already ruled out on the morning injury report. So he's not going to be out there. And I got to tell you, man, like this Nuggets team, nothing on offense. 23rd in terms of offensive efficiency, 103.7 points per 100 possessions. And now you get the Miami Heat, who have been brilliant in not letting you inside. They've, how about this stat? I like this. They rank 30th in opponent frequency of attempts from beyond the arc Miami does. So they allow opponents to take 45.6% of their attempts from three-point range. But they're eighth in opponent shooting on those attempts at 32.5%. And they are second in rate of tightly contested three-point attempts. Mm -hmm. So essentially, they don't let you into the paint, and they contest your jump shot every single second of the way. And, like, this is it's a really good defense. And now you get this Nuggets team who has been abhorrent on the offensive end of the floor having to deal with this. So... I am kind of surprised the market hasn't moved past this one and a half. I figured this would get to like two and a half or so, uh, but maybe that gets closer to tip-off. But Miami seems like a pretty good matchup for the Miami Heat here. Well, we'll see if the Heat's one of your best bets. Actually, the Heat mm. bounced back, I'll say, a little bit from that embarrassing loss yeah. to the Celtics last night, 95-78 last week. Uh, they lost to the Celtics, bounced back, beat the Jazz 118-115. But I still can't figure out what happened in that 78-point game. Uh, by the Heat last week. Maybe the guys were out too late the night before. Yeah, maybe. Basketball. You know what I mean? Game 8 of 82, and you're just like, all right, let's just get <laughs> 78 <out> points. <laughs> Nine points good. in the second quarter. That's, that's, that should be, come on, that shouldn't happen to an NBA team with talent like that. That happens. It's called variance. They're just on the low end of it, okay? That happens. Statistics. I did cover a, a Bulls-Utah Jazz game once where the Jazz scored five points in a quarter. That's when basketball was played the right way. But that was back in the 90s. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was basketball through. That's an amazing quarter back then, huh? Post-ups, hook shots off. Man, it was great. So aesthetically pleasing. All right, we'll come back. We have best bets. We'll recap the weekend, have whatever we have going forward. Maybe touch on a little college hoops as well. we got lots of stuff to talk about. It's the edge. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys. This is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, we have a new prop tracker now available on vcin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vcin.com to get current odds as well as movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, matchup data for every game now at vcin.com slash NFL. And never forget about vcin.com slash JVT. Never. Best bets. How'd you do in the NFL? Uh, just two that we put up there on Friday, and it was a split. The Rams, the Rams. It's funny, you know, so I went back and listened because I had a miscommunication with our producer, Matt Santos, this morning. So I went back to the end of the show and listened, make sure that, you know, I audibly did correctly say that the Chargers minus one and a half for all the cards. I forgot to send it to him. Uh, that is confirmed. But also, you and I made a joke with the Chiefs-Rams teaser, quote, how does it lose? Yeah. Well, <laughs> the Rams. <laughs> That's how it loses. The Rams lose outright. They don't cover it. So I lose the teaser. We get the Chargers minus one and a half in for the weekend. One and one. Any bet can lose in the NFL. Right. We were joking. Right. No, yeah. of course. Everything but, looks good on paper heading into the weekend. You, you put in your five contest picks. I like these five picks. These look, oh, yeah. And then by the middle of the day, you're hoping, man, I hope I can go two and three or three and two. The, uh, uh, that's just the way it goes. One of my favorite places on the internet is uh, sports betting Reddit. And every single person on there, it's, this is a steal. This is grabbing money. <laughs> yeah, How okay. does it lose? And uh, funny enough, it actually never really works out that betting way. Betting the NFL is a tough way to make a living. If anybody tells you differently, they're lying. Uh, we love to talk about it, love to bet it, but it's tough. Very, very tough. Yep. Uh, NBA is tough as well. Uh, from Friday, two-game split. The uh, Nets get the win over the Pistons, do not cover. Actually opened up a 16-point lead in the second half of that game, but ultimately just went, eh, it's the Pistons, and uh, cruised to a victory there. So they win. They do not cover. Trailblazers, uh, they get by the Pacers. How about this? You needed the closing number. I don't know if you saw the end of this game, Matt Humans. Uh, the Pacers were actually up a good chunk of the fourth quarter, and with a one-point lead, Robert Covington gets the ball and just drains a very long three-point shot to put it on four. Pacers' last shot falls uh, off to the wayside, and the Trailblazers win by four 
over the Indiana Pacers. Ooh, yeah. man, that's a close cover. That's a, yeah, it's a close shave. Chalk that one up uh, when you're complaining about a bad beat. That's right. That. Oh, I won't remember. That was good, what, was the, what did the Nets win by in that game against the Pistons? I think six, if I remember okay. correctly. Somewhere Wade in ten. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, and then Monday's plays for today. So we're going to go back to the well with the Nets. Uh, Nets catching one and a half against the Bulls. Uh, look, the Bulls have been a pretty good story, but we're starting to see, right, one, the bench is not that good. They've gotten a combined 40 points out of their bench over the two games that they just played, both against Philadelphia 76ers. They're starting to feel the absences of guys like Patrick Williams yeah. and Kobe White. And I think that this is just a spot where, again, you know, I'm pretty staunch at this. I think the Nets are starting to figure this thing out offensively. They're playing some pretty good basketball. They showed that against Toronto. So I'm going to go back to the well here. I think the Nets are just an undervalued team, and I'll keep doing that until it starts to accrue uh, on the negative side or until I think maybe that there's no adjustment. But regardless, Nets plus one and a half. And then give me the Timberwolves plus six against the Grizzlies. Timberwolves Wolves are in a bad spot. They have failed to cover four games. They've lost all four games. How about this? So I was writing about this because I was watching that um, Clippers game and going back over some of the numbers. Minnesota in this 0-4 straight up against the spread tailspin they're in, humans, has a negative 31.9 net rating in the second half. Ooh. They are giving up 120.9 points per 100 possessions in the second half, and they have a negative 43.1 net rating in the fourth quarter Jeez. of those games. They have been abysmal yeah. in the second half during this four-game so. stretch. Yeah, but... Plus 7.3 net rating in the first half of these games. There's things to work with. And still at the very bottom of the league, 30th and non-garbage time defensive efficiency and a net rating of negative 6, which is just ahead of Oklahoma City, Orlando, Houston, is the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies are pretty poor defensively, man. And I don't really understand the love for them in the market. So give me plus 6 with the Minnesota Timberwolves. All done. All right. Tomorrow, I'm going to have some college hoops best bets. Oh, I can't wait. I bet one game today. You've already bet a college hoops game? I bet a college nice. hoops game, man. Uh, by the way, Circus Sports has got up all the numbers right now on college hoops for tomorrow. If you want to check those out, it's on yep. the Twitter feed as well or on the app. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of games, a lot of action tomorrow in uh, college hoops. i got some futures recommendations for college hoops, too. All right, uh, NFL recap. I had a winner on the Giants over the Raiders and a loser on that Chiefs-Rams teaser. So 1-1, one 17-12. Uh, for the season. Let's get to uh, college football. And not a good weekend. One and four. Lost at Michigan State Purdue game. Lost New Mexico UNLV. First win for the Rebels in two years. Uh, I had a pretty strong sense by Saturday morning that I was on the wrong side of that Michigan State Purdue game. The more you looked at that 127th ranked pass defense, I thought, well, Purdue's probably going to be able to exploit that. And yeah, Aiden O'Connell passed for 536 yards, 300 mm-hmm. in the second half. Uh, Michigan State, not what it was cracked up to be, no. uh, for sure. Uh, so Purdue exposing the phony top ten, top five teams in the Big Ten, right? The spoiler makers. Iowa number two, Michigan State number three. Anyway, I had a winner on Hawaii plus seven and a half over San Diego Ooh, State. Needed the hook. Needed the yeah. hook. It was a 17-10 game, but I will say uh, Hawaii outgained San Diego State 260 to two. 26. Thrilling game. Uh, Aztecs <laughs> scored on a fake field goal, and they had to make a late defensive stand to avoid overtime. So I felt like Hawaii was the right side there. But Rutgers, one of my worst bets of the year, plus 13 at Wisconsin, got beat by 49. And Texas, Iowa State over 60. Uh, the honeymoon's over for Steve Sarkissian and uh, in Austin. Is that four straight losses or five? Uh, for Texas. I think it's seven four. points. No, it's four because they're four and four, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I think they're four and five. I no, think, four and five. You know, you're right. You're right. Double check, yep. but I'm losing track of how many games the Longhorns have lost in a row. They have not won since the Oklahoma game mm-hmm. when they snatched a defeat from the jaws of victory that day in a 55-48 loss. Seven points 
four straight because remember the fifth, the, their okay. fifth loss would be Arkansas when they went That's to right. yeah, they got okay. wrecked four losses in a row yep. and uh, I think Texas is lucky enough to get Kansas this week yes they are so Sarkissian can finally get a win and get back to five and five maybe you playing would think. the Poulon Weed Eater Bowl this year which is going <laughs> to thrill the Longhorns fans uh, anyway. 33 and 32. I've been in a slump for college football here in the past uh, two or three weeks. Need keep to grinding. get that fixed. And keep grinding. Got to try to find the mountaintop, JVT. <laughs> <laughs> for those who want to understand the reference, vcin.com slash podcast, go listen to the opening line show with Dan Saley. He was, did a great job, but uh, was very super philosophical. How did you, very, how, he's a philosophical guy. Had me thinking about my life. Thinking about, did I reach the mountaintop? Already? I ran into him at the Golden Nugget Sportsbook Friday night, putting in contest plays, and he gave me like a, a ten-minute speech about COVID and COVID cures. And uh, I said, "Hey, man, I, I got to go." Cheers. Who, Who is huh? Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> I, I thought I was talking to Aaron Rodgers in the sportsbook. There <laughs> like I was listening to this Joe Rogan pod. You got to trust me on this. Uh, all right, really quickly. So before we get out of here, you want? So we'll just save college hoops for tomorrow. College hoops for tomorrow. Yeah, we'll have yeah. Uh, a bunch of college hoops on tomorrow's show. Uh, by the way, look at this little screen. By the way, up. the NFL board this week, NFL and college football boards, not a lot of great betting opportunities on there. No, but I will say one is developing, and I brought this up to Chuck. big numbers on the NFL board, too. Yep, we were talking I, about that last night on opening lines. There were, I think, five or six favorites of more than seven and a half points. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Yep, six. six. Yeah, it's pretty bad, man. A parody, though. It, it is real in the National Football League. We just saw it this weekend. Um, but I will say this. One of the games that is developing into, so I, was, I wasn't sure where I wanted to go with this. Mm-hmm. But if the market continues to move in this direction, and it's a game we brought up with Chuck, and I feel like you'd be in agreement with me on Patriots. this. Patriots. Yeah, if the Patriots, if the Patriots are flipping to an underdog at home, let's I'd go. I love that. Yeah. Let's go. Right, that's teaser opportunity. That's taking a little bit of line value there uh-huh. with the New England Patriots. As we as we talked about on Do the Numbers last week, the turnaround for the New England Patriots is legitimate. And keep in mind, you're a fumble and a missed field goal away from potentially being seven and two. This team, like mm-hmm. we're talking about, the fumble in the Miami game, the missed field goal, the doink, and the Sunday night game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, what about the overtime loss to the Cowboys? Right, like this is a legitimately good team. And I get it, you know, yeah. in the NFL guide, I actually picked the Browns to win the Super Bowl over the Green Bay Packers. But I think from a power rating perspective, this ignores the, the growth that the Patriots have gone through the last four weeks. Yeah, I, you know, the Patriots have, uh, I think even when they were losing, they were showing signs they were going to be pretty good. I was frustrated at one point. I mean, they were one and four. Yep. And uh, I've got bets over the win totals of eight and a half and nine for the Patriots. And you're like, you got to start winning. Uh, well, they've finally started winning and taking taking advantage of the schedule, and things are looking up. What much more optimistic about the Patriots, and uh, and uh, pretty confident they're going to get to at least nine wins, if not more. I think the Patriots got a decent shot to win that division. JVT, Josh Allen and the Bills better be looking over their shoulder because the Patriots. Uh, you got a pretty good shot to win the AFC East, I believe. Yeah, Josh Allen, uh, as we know, really holding the Buffalo Bills back at times. It's a poor game. But I would like that, actually, this week if the Patriots, uh, if the favorite flips in this game and we can get the Patriots plus one as home dogs. Like you say, what's up? I was just going to say, it just goes back to what we talked about. Like, I know the look-ahead lines you always say aren't insanely tight, which is very true, but Mm -hmm. to go from having the Patriots as a a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home to potentially not just sitting at one after they won that game against Carolina, like, that just, why would you make that adjustment? It just didn't really make much sense to me from a power rating perspective. No, you're right. 
I, I think a lot of it's based on perception, how, how well the Browns played in Cincinnati yesterday. But uh, also the Patriots got a couple of injuries you have to keep an eye on this it's week. very true. Very true. John U. Smith among them. Uh, Damian Harris, the running back room, pretty beat up as well. All right, we are all done. My guys in the desert with Storm Bonatoni coming up next. Uh, make sure you join us tomorrow because we're going to have a lot of college hoops talk, man. College hoop season gets started. we got some good games on the board that we'll discuss and much more. Oh, and by the way, Eason.com slash JVT. It's the best spot to be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com.com slash compatibility.